The Law Be With You podcast show, also known as Christian Fandom Geek on YouTube, is now part of the Red 5 network. Red 5 is a network of podcast shows aimed at bringing great quality content, especially Star Wars. And so look forward to some awesome collaborations on the Red 5 network with The Law Be With You podcast show. There's one set for stun. Welcome to the Law Be With You podcast show, also known as Christian Fandom Geek on YouTube. A big hello to everyone at home and wherever you listen to this show. Thank you for uh, being really loyal to the show and engaging with the Law Be With You podcast show. Thank you for every play, every listen, every tweet, every retweet. Every time that you engage with the show, it's really uh, a blessing and I really appreciate every single one of you. Uh, just talking through a few things and ideas we've got going forward for the show. Um, First of all, I'm wanting to do a live stream with the collaborators on the show. Uh, try, I'm trying to. I'm going to try and reach out to all of them to get a, to get them together on on a live stream on Christian Fandom Geek. I think it could be a lot of fun to interact with you, the fans. You can go on there, leave comments, and we'll obviously we'll interact live and direct. Probably using Streamyard and doing it on on on, uh, on YouTube. I can't give a date as as to when we'll be able to do that. Um, I know everybody's busy, so it's just kind of getting together when everyone is having time to be able to do that. But that is a, a, a future plan to be for us to do. Um, another thing is as well is a future episode coming up soon will be on, on uh, Marcia Lucas and looking more into her impact on Star Wars, especially on A New Hope and um, The Empire Strikes Back. I didn't realize how much of an impact she had on those films. And over the last few weeks, I've kind of looked look more into that. And I'm really impressed with like, um, you know, essentially, especially for A New Hope, she pretty much saved that film in in, in the editing, uh, in making the film more lively, more dynamic, um, and really building the pace of the film up, especially in the trench scene. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really something that, um, that you know, all fans should all star wars fans should know about it and also the fact that she doesn't get the acclaim that she deserves and obviously she's you know she's come to the, the forefront recently because of her her words against kathleen kennedy where she's re heavily critiqued kathleen kennedy and rightly so uh, and how kathleen kennedy is uh, steering the ship of of lucasfilm so really interesting stuff and these are sort of ideas and plans and and what we've got going forward on the show Anyway, um, I wanted to talk to you about this um, nice little um, story on Screen Rant uh, titled Why Palpatine Doesn't Sense Luke on Endor But Vader Does. And I'm not going to read the whole thing out, but I'm going to... Um, right, I'm going to read parts of it here, and I'll go to the first part I'm going to read here. Set against the backdrop of space, Star Wars is home to one of the, great, to one of the greatest space family stories of all time. At its core is the eternal struggle between the dark and light sides of the Force, which has manifested itself through the Skywalker family on screen. In the third installment of the original trilogy, Return of the Jedi, viewers see this struggle come to a head as Luke Skywalker battles to save the soul of his father, Darth Vader, while paving the way for his friends to defeat the Empire and the, and the Emperor himself. Although the original plan had Vader not being Luke's father, it was uh, this was arguably the central story to Lu George Lucas's original space opera. One of the strongest and most compelling reasons that Vader senses Luke 
on his approach to Endor, um, but the empire, but the emperor does not. Is that Vader is both Luke's father and is conflicted himself. Within Vader still resides a part of his former self, Anakin Skywalker, and it could be argued that this is why he can sense Luke while the emperor cannot. While Vader will appear in the Obi Wan um, TV show. It was pre-Dark Side Anakin Skywalker that was a truly powerful Jedi who was in touch with the light side of the Force, whereas the Emperor has never had that power. When coupled together, these factors make a compelling case for why Vader was able to sense Luke approaching Endor where the Emperor could not. This is very, very interesting. Very interesting. Um... The, the the author of this one, his name's Michael Pusey, I think he pronounced it. And um, yeah, I think he's made has made some interesting interesting points on that one. Um certainly being his his father, yeah, I think that's there's there's a hundred percent a connection there. Certainly Anakin being in the light side of the force, yeah. I would go I would go further with with that one though, Michael, and 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 I think the um audience and fans of the show, I think you'll agree with me on this one. It wasn't just that Anakin was a powerful light side user of the Force or a Jedi. Anakin was the most powerful Jedi of all time in terms of the prophecy of the One. You don't know the power of the dark side. Now, this idea is is an, is an archetypal idea of a, it's almost like a messianic sort of thing. The One, uh, the One that would bring balance to the Force, the One that is the most powerful, the Anointed One, the Chosen One. You get all these sort of ideas from you know you see it in religion a lot you see it in christianity a lot and it is it is that idea of a chosen one whom has been given a great gift or power uh, and it's certainly right in there in the hero's journey it's really like a kind of you know straightforward hero's journey sort of thing of you know being being given a great power or responsibility to be able to do something you know a, a mighty or noble task or quest and um anakin had that he had that ability, he had that power, and it was like the universe in Star Wars. You'd probably think of it as the universe, the Force, as 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 as, as anointed him to kind of go on and vanquish the darkness. But Anakin fell from grace; he fell from from his calling. And it actually, you could, you could really look at it in a kind of spiritual context of there was a calling on Anakin Skywalker, and uh, he he fell away from that calling he fell into darkness and you know he kind of he, he disobeyed his calling essentially but actually even while he was in the in the darkness there was still light within him there was still there was, he was conflicted um because even though he turned to darth vader there was still some of anakin skywalker within him and uh, it's really interesting and i would say that he could sense luke yes because he's his father there's that family connection there's that skywalker bond but also, um, you know, if you think about how powerful Anakin was, Anakin Skywalker, it wasn't just that he was a powerful Jedi, because there's lots of powerful Jedi. Yoda was a powerful Jedi. Mace Windu was a very powerful Jedi. It was the fact that he that there was a, something special about Anakin. I remember the part, I, I think guys at home, if, you, if you're into Star Wars films, you'll, you'll remember this as well, where Anakin jumped out of a speeder. I think it is in, in Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. And there's a part where they're flying through um, Coruscant and and they're after the bounty hunter who had been uh, hired by um, Jango Fett, I think it was. And the bounty hunter was trying to kill uh, Senator uh, 
Amidala, Padme Amidala. And obviously it doesn't happen. Anakin runs through both Anakin and Obi-Wan sense what was going on. Um, they they save the, uh, Padme. And then obviously Obi-Wan runs, jumps through the window, and then Anakin follows him afterwards on this speeder. Now, at one point they're going through all this chase and obviously they do it just, you know, for a, a, bit, of, a bit of fun, a bit of an adrenaline thing to have a, a good, you know, speeder chase in Star Wars. That's standard, very good. And then it comes to a point where it's like, oh, okay, you know, Anakin's like, oh, I've, I've lost him. Oh, sorry, Master, you know, you know, I've, you know. And uh, Obi-Wan's telling him off, as we all know. And then Anakin just jumps out and it's like, and Anakin does, and then Obi-Wan just turns around and is like, I hate it when he does that. And it's just, it's it, obviously, it's a really funny moment because obviously, you know, they've implied that Anakin does that quite often and he's showing off, um, which I think he is. But I think in that one scene alone, you see how sensitive Anakin Skywalker is to the Force. And that you've never seen that really in films with anyone else on that level that is able to jump out of a speeder, drop down, I don't know how many meters or yards, whatever you want to measure it in, down to another speeder coming at like tremendous speed and land it perfectly. No other Jedi could do that. And before you say Ray Skywalker, don't say it. Do not say it. Ray Skywalker would not be able to do that maneuver. That was only Anakin that could do that. No other Jedi could do that. And I don't even think any other any Sith could do that. That's how powerful Anakin could be in terms of how phenomenal the gifting was on him as a, as a character. And so think about that. I think that's the main, apart, apart from the family bond and the conflicted, you know, the confliction that Vader had because some of Anakin's still inside of him. He's, there's still some light, and so I say there's some light there. There's something there. There's some hope there somewhere. But also, ultimately, I think also I'd go even further than the, than what's being said here. And I would say that, you know what? The gifting that he had made him so sensitive in the Force, even more sensitive than Ray Skywalker, that actually that's how, that's how, an, a bit, that's how much ability he had. And even as Vader, even though he was diminished as Vader, he still had that strong sensitivity in the Force as well. So, tell me what you think. Um, you can get on Christian Fandom Geek, leave a comment under this video, and uh, yeah, there's a lot to there's a lot to think about there. But I enjoy these type of stories because they're fandom stories. They're stories. They're not. They're not. You know. Yeah, they might cause a fandom argument here and there, but they're nice. They're positive stories, and so we do like to kind of cover these sort of stories on the Lobby with You podcast show. And um, I'm hoping you guys are keeping safe in the times that we are living in, and we'll be with you. Again, very soon on the Law Be With You podcast show.